Hey nerds, unfortunately I have some bad news for you. This is one of three recordings that we did recently that due to some unforeseen technical issues, the audio is um, extremely loud um, to a point where it's almost unlistenable and we tried to edit it so it is somewhat listenable, but yeah, the audio for this podcast and for two others is going to be kind of bad. Um, we didn't really have the time to necessarily sit down and re-record three podcasts. Um, me and Trio have been pretty busy lately, and and getting together hasn't necessarily been hard, but it would it would put us back if we had to sit down and for pretty much another three hours and redo these podcasts. So we kind of edited them, and um, this is as best as they're going to get. We um, appreciate you listening. We appreciate you um, bearing with us as as you know, this is not the quality standard we usually try to live up to. Um, we will make sure this does not happen in the future again. But again, uh, we hope you enjoy the episode and please try to bear with the audio. Thanks. Welcome to a Delco Nerd Network Hot Take. If you haven't seen a hot take before, well, it's where a few friends get in a basement and we give our thoughts, give our opinions on a TV show, a movie, or a game. Today, it's going to be a TV show, and that TV show is Jupiter's Legacy. Here to discuss, as always, the triple threat himself, Chris Trio. Coach, we're back. Yeah, we're back. Uh, Trio, what the fuck is Jupiter's Legacy? So, tell me, man, because I didn't watch this show. Yeah, Trio did, and I really... No, nothing about this show. Yeah. So, so this is from. So talk to me like a fucking idiot. I will. I will give you the, the full the full run of it. I'll give you a little backstory here to begin with. Please. Even with uh, Mark Millar, uh, who who did the comic that this is based off of, actually just signed this deal in the last year with Netflix to about Millar World or something. Basically, his kind of comic book <laughs> world. It's like Wally World, basically. And so they kind of signed this this deal to him for, to have rights to have first shooting rights on all of his comic book properties and all that stuff and. This, I believe, is the first thing to come out of that. Uh, this is based off of a comic book that he wrote, I, th- I want to say, within the past five years. It's pretty recently. Wow, okay. Yeah, and it's very, very new. Uh, yeah, I've never heard of it. Yeah, it follows basically this group, this Justice League-like... Oh, actually, I'd just compare them more to Justice Society-like uh, team of superheroes and kind of how they have navigated the world since basically the 1920s. Uh, okay, so and like immortal-ish? Immortal-ish. They are aging, though. So you can okay. kind of... So yeah, they're one character is gray hair. So that's the thing. The one other thing during this mo- uh, show, they do, they tell it in a split timeline. So okay. there's one timeline that's starting in the 20s with Sheldon, who is the main character. He is uh, the Utopian. I love the names in this. Also, by the way, like names and costume designs are. Mwah. I love really? it. Okay. They're very Silver Age superhero inspired. I feel like the textures are really cool and different. I feel like I've really never seen anything like that. Even the way like. They have, like, chest plates on that make them look almost like Bruce Tim like, kind of straight, like, angles. Like, you know what I mean? Like, how we would draw the animation. Really cool stuff. But, uh, yeah, it follows basically this team. It's led by the Utopian, uh, Sheldon... I forget his last name. But it's about him and his family kind of growing up, and his, his... his daughter and his son both have really crazy superpowers. Why do they have superpowers? So, it's kind of explained throughout the entire series. I don't really want to... Uh, 
you know, spoil anything here. I think I can kind of get away for it for the most part without spoiling anything. Okay. But uh, basically something happens. We know that th this group of superheroes showed up sometime in the 20s. No one really knows how. It's the Utopian, uh, the Flare, Lady Liberty, uh, Brainwave, uh, Sky Fox, and Blue Bolt. Fox is kind of cool. I love, Blue, dude. Blue Ball? Blue Bolt. So, and I think that I don't think I'm missing anyone there. But uh, yeah, so we follow these characters, and it's kind of the struggle. The whole thing in this universe, this Justice Society, this uh, the Union of Justice, I think the name of their their superhero team, uh, has this strict rule that Sheldon came up with at the beginning. He is the most powerful of them all for some reason. You know, it's not necessarily explained fully why. The utopian. The utopian. Right, yeah. Like, and it's his whole thing is he has three rules: don't kill, don't rule. Don't intervene. So basically, what does intervene mean? Well, the idea. So the idea is like it, it's interesting because you're like in this world where these superheroes have had existed since the 1920s, yet the entire world has still played out the same way. Like World War II still happened the same way. World War One, like all these kind of major events happen basically in the exact same way because they were like we we aren't getting involved in in political affairs abroad. They didn't get involved in like Vietnam. They didn't get involved in basically any type of wartime struggle. And I thought that was a very interesting thing. And I, I don't know why Sheldon is just he has this really big thing this that he's just like you can't. We are above. We are the the thing they strive for. And there's actually this one really... URL. Yes, very much. And it's interesting because he's like a Catholic guy and he kind of looks like... I really think the old age makeup in this is done very well because you see uh, Josh Jamal play Sheldon in the past and then you have his brother William uh, in the past, Brainwave, uh, who, you know, seeing them kind of bounce back and forth, really well done. And they, they definitely look like the freaking comic book counterparts as far as I'm concerned. I did love going into this and not knowing like and anything at all. Which was a rarity. It really is. You know, and we, it's I, funny. It, it kind of sucks. It, it, good, good and a bad thing, right? Pros sure. and cons. That we go into most comic book movies and we know pretty much everything about that the, character. This storyline or like like Civil War. Oh, they're drawing from here. Or right. they're taking it to we know what Civil War is or like we know what Thanos is comic book arcs are so we can kind of make assumptions about what's going to happen mm -hmm. so yeah like even with the boys like I I'd never read the boys I so never did either so going into it it's like okay I don't know what this is mm -hmm. no and, and, it, and it makes it uh, absolutely more enjoyable for me so there's kind of a major struggle in the present day timeline in the way of at the beginning of the beginning episode this big bad guy like almost dark side looking villain gets out and like he is going to go super nuclear and destroy basically a city and, and his dad, or, or and basically the Union of Justice, along with their children who are also now superheroes. You have Paragon, who is the Utopian son, and then his his daughter, fuck, I can't remember her name, Lily. She The idea with her is she's kind of like, fuck you, dad. Like, you were never there for us. You were always out saving the world. All you care about is the ideals of, of like, you know, being, being the best, hero. like, being yeah. a superhero. Like, and he really kind of has this, like, just struggle the whole time because his son ends up killing this supervillain to stop him from, you know, laying waste to an entire city. Pretty, you know justifiable I think you're watching sure. the thing and, and even like Superman killing Zod sure yes like it's like 
it makes complete sense. And I would actually not a really good example. I mean, no, but like Chadwick would have killed the world. But sure. Like in the in the in the in that. Moment. But he would have literally like yeah, blown up the thing. Never, never. Uh, but yeah, so Paragon, <laughs> his son, makes the decision in the moment. To kill him. Does he snap his neck? He, no, he, it's actually pretty fucked. He, like, jumps up and, like, comes down and punches him in the face and, like, concaves his face in. And so there's not, like, boys-level violence in this, but they definitely don't hold back Is it a like lot. invincible-level violence? No, 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 no. <laughs> there's not, like, anything. They seem to kind of have... Because apparently it's they, much they, more they violent. It's violent when they need to prove a... Exactly. Not prove a point or have, like, a moment. Exactly. I think it was well... Especially that, like, when he caves his head in, I was like, oh, fuck. And then... So now there's this thing with like the super villains. They're all. Can you in hear that? Oh shit! I'm sorry. I'm getting a call. That's no. my bad, guys. No, I was like, I, I was like, what the fuck yeah. is that? No, you're good. Sorry. Um, <laughs> just scared. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> I uh, didn't see like a glow. Yeah. <laughs> I had a, yeah, I had a face down. Uh, I'm lost my train of thought. Damn it. Sorry. No, it's okay. So yeah, so. Paragon, his son, so apparently in the comic books, his son is more like his daughter, where he just doesn't want to, like, so be a superhero, like, the fuck you. The roles are reversed? No, they both are just like that in the comics. Oh, uh, okay. They, yeah, and, yeah, so he kills him, and then his dad literally immediately is like, what have you done? We don't kill. Like, he's, like, leaning him out. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, and it's this weird thing, and like he's kind of going through this thing of like, then all these super super villains start going old, old world. He's very old world, and he's yeah. like, he he's been running by this code for his whole life. So all the super villains in this know him, and they're like, he never kills, and like, and he and he says they know the Paragon killed him. Right? No, yes, but like the idea is now they're like, are you gonna hold your son to account for killing someone? Like you say, we ne you never do. What are you gonna do? And then all the super villains start kind of going like nutty and start going really crazy, and like a lot of their kids, like a lot of superheroes, get killed by the super villains and stuff like that, and they just start going nuts, and all the kids are like. I, I can't do this and not kill anyone. Like, they're starting to kind of lose their shit. So it's like, it, like, like that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah, like, they're all, and, like, they're kind it's of starting kinda to... like a Kingdom Come moment. It really is. So, and they're, they're like, what do you want us to do? We're dying left and right, and you're telling us not to kill anyone? Except and then there's this other... Opposite. Yes, and then there's <laughs> this kind of, like, other scene where... Lady Liberty, his wife, has like this kind of moment. I don't even want to actually go into it because that's a bit more of a spoiler. But it's a very interesting ideological bend in the way of like, well, you know, like Sheldon, what the fuck? He, like, he's obviously did the right thing. He just saved millions of people at the cost of one life. But he's just having this back and forth, and it's kind of about him in the present day, you know, getting past that. And there's this really cool scene where he's talking to a therapist in, slight spoiler, and it looks like it's just his, like, kind of therapist that he goes to, and he's having, like, a really good conversation. He's talking about, like, he's like, you know, Sheldon doesn't, like, makes, like, you know, like, doctor, like, military men, officers, you know, people who put their lives at risk. Like, if they have, like, cause he's talking about how, like, 78% of the country apparently is, like, this is cool. He should have, Paragon should have killed that guy. But Sheldon's like, this doesn't make any sense. They don't want us to even help us, to help them the way we should. And like, he's like, uh, God damn it. What, what's what's the present thought? day? Present day is like today. Okay. Yeah, and then the, the past day is, is, is the 20s. Oh yeah, and he's like, he's like, you know, well, cops get to kill people when their lives are at risk. You know, military people do, like people, and he's like, but then he's like, but we're not them. We're supposed to be above that. It's just this kind of interesting idea that he's really kind of held himself up to this in his mind, and he feels like he can't break it, even maybe to even save his own family or something, if, if need be. And I don't know. It, it, it kind of brings up these really interesting questions that, like, I don't think have been presented 
in, in any other like kind of superhero thing before, and I think there like I think there's definitely some retreads of some ideas, but I think it's very interesting. I didn't really get into Brainwave. I think he's a really interesting character too, and I, I there's a lot going on, but I think they manage it right. And apparently, this only covers like the first issue. This entire so I kind of had this the, the it a little bit spoiled for me, which I was that upset was, about. This is like and me, I, me and Attack on Titan at this point. The anime mm -hmm. it's at the end, and the the anime just finished, mm -hmm. like just finished, and I'm like, I gotta look some stuff up. Yeah, no, I just gotta look. So some I stuff was up. listening to like Mr. Sunday movies, and they spoiled. It, it gets me more hype. No, it does. well, so there's one. Yeah, again. It's it's almost like even Preacher, like where apparently that's... I was telling you about this before, and I looked it up and confirmed it. The whole first season is not in the comic books at all. There's barely any of that first season. Like, uh, okay. the first yeah, season, we it, the second this. season is just... That's the beginning of the comic, really, where, yeah. where it kind of works. So it seems like they're kind of doing something like that. Uh, but but the, the, the 20 storyline was interesting, basically, just to very short sum up. Like, his father is, is alive during the 20s. They run this kind of company, and he ends up kind of driving them down in the middle of the Great Depression, and then the father kills himself. And then this, for some reason, sends Sheldon on this journey to need to get to this island for some reason. And I'll just leave it to you there. But it, it was really cool seeing this kind of team come together and I think Josh Jamal is amazing at it. I think he really kind of carries the Who's show. He? he plays the Utopian. Right, but like who? Oh, any he, other roles? Uh, no. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else he's in. He's in Transformers. He's like the military guy. If you remember him. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you would definitely recognize He's been in a lot. I just can't think of it off the top of my head. Okay. But, uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know the guy who plays Brainwave. I think he's fantastic, too. Uh, the guy who... Matt Lantern plays Sky Fox, who is Anakin in The Clone Wars. And he's also in... What else? I can't remember what else, but he is... Wait, what? Matt Lantern, he play, he voices Anakin in the Clone Wars in like the uh, oh, series. Oh, well, I was thinking Obi Wan. I was like, that's James Arnold Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? But, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, they really they explore a lot of cool things. I think this is different enough from a lot of superhero things out there that it is worthy of your time. Seems I do see some people online kind of hating on it, so I don't know. Maybe it's not good. It didn't seem interesting to me at all. Like I saw the Utopian, and I was like, that looks kind of lame. Really? I love... I, I, I The look was the thing that got me in. Like, the look right. of all the characters, for some reason, okay. I really think they... I mean, you like well. this... I, you seem to, in, like, like the Silver Age a little bit more than I do. I do, too. I just... I like the idea of, like, these, like, kind of... You know what's funny? The, like, silk and satin super... I feel like... You know what I mean? When I, mean, I think of Silver Age, I think of DC. Well, Golden Age. Yeah, Golden Age. I'm mean, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, when I think of Golden Age, I think of DC. And I think that's... I really think of Marvel. No. Even though... I, like, they were happening. Right. I think uh, maybe it's because um, Alex... Uh, what's the art? Alex, Alex Ross. Ross. Yeah. Alex Ross's drawings of, like, the Justice Society and, like, those classic Superman looks, like, all that shit. That's much more iconic than, like... Absolutely. Even though Iron Man's, like, classic look is pretty iconic, like Hulk, like, they're... But they're, like, they don't stand out much as, as DC's no, I hear you. Justice Society and, like, you know, Jay Garrick, Flash, and... I mean, even and, just and, fucking Alan Scott, Scott Green Lantern, Lantern with that like, fucking big like, collar. It's so, it's so iconic. You, right. Yeah, you it's, can it's weird. Out. And that's why, like, even, like, I really liked the, the Flair, who was, like, the kind of Flash character of his yeah. Design. And I think Sky Fox had my favorite design. Is Sky Fox like Batman? Yeah, he's kind of like the tech guy. Of, so they all have base powers of like flight 
and like and some indestructibility of some kind. They seem to be able to get hurt to a degree because Sheldon has like scars and stuff all over his body and things like okay, that. So he's not like super. So he's not completely inv invulnerable. Uh, but yeah, they all can fly. Uh, Sky Fox, you don't get a ton of. You only really get him in the past for reasons that become clear kind of within the first episode or two. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, I really, I, I, I would highly recommend this show. I really give it a shot. Um, I'm kind of, I'm not in between shows, but like I, I just finished Castlevania, Castlevania, which I hope we review soon. I think we, I'm, that's what next on my list. We, yeah. we got to fucking talk we about absolutely Castlevania. Will. Yeah. Um, Black Lightning just finished up. I had a uh, so that's like one show off the dock. I'm wa I'm I'm gonna watch the second season of Altered Carbon in a minute here, um, which I'm looking forward to just because of how it's dark. Is it? It's dark. Like it's like, just, it just gets, because of how people bland blast that fucking second se season. Is, oh no, I thought it was the third season that sucked. There's I saw no third season. There's only two seasons. With it Anthony Mackie. Did it, I watch the second one? Or was that, that, I guess it was just the first one. Yeah, I guess it was. Wow, it feels like that was like two seasons to me, but it was only one season. You're right. No, 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 it's two. No, I'm sorry. I meant the first season felt like two seasons to me. Looking back, like it felt like there was three seasons total. But yeah, now that I'm yeah. all. Yes. He, he's in the third season, in the second season too? I don't know. You tell me. I know Anthony Mackie is. I won't. I don't want to say anything because there could be spoilers. Right, I think I know why, but mm. uh, it's pretty obvious. Yeah, I was thinking <laughs> at this point, like, I was in a different sleeve. Yeah, okay. <laughs> right, yeah, that's what I, was like, I don't know. I don't want to. It can't be that again. Yeah, that crazy. Um, yeah, but maybe I'll maybe I'll watch this. Like I haven't watched Invincible yet, and I'm I'm thinking I was like maybe I'll watch like Love, Death, Love, Sex and Robots. Yeah, I heard that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I'm because like I'm kind of at a point where I'm like not that I'm running out of TV, but like. There are things that have been ultra carbon's been on my dock for a while. Maybe maybe I'll I'll watch this and give this a shot. Um, I would definitely say it's worth it. Yeah, because before I was like Jupiter's Legacy. Like what the fuck? Why is it called Jupiter's Legacy? They from Jupiter? <sighs> I I don't want to spoil anything. Okay. I think like right. You can just, just make your assumptions. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's as on, it's not on the nose like that. I will say that. Okay. But their legacy of. But and I will even say by the end of the this season, there is still a bit of ambiguity left as to how their powers are exactly obtained. I, I think there's enough there though to satisfy. Just to say. Well, Trio. You kind of swayed me to like watch it. So well, that's cool. Here you did, I, a, you I did a good job. I it hope seems, so. It sounds pretty cool. That's cool. I, I I really hope some people give it a shot. Uh, I think again CGI, just overall aesthetics. I love it. Like again, it harkens back to like they kind of have a like any a, aliens or no? There's no people. It's only people. Yeah. Uh, there are, again some cool little twists. There's one near the end that I was like, oh. Um, but overall, I just think it's a really interesting and well thought out show with cool characters and just again I don't know maybe it is a lot of the costuming for me for some reason but man I think everyone looks cool and you know what I love everyone refers to everyone by their suit you know what I kind of pissed me off not pissed me off but disappointed me with Justice League you rarely hear them call them by each other's names like in bat like it's not like and you do it a few times but like in this it's like utopian brainwave what do you do? like they're all like everyone using their superhero identities you know what I mean yeah even Avengers and that's even like, like kind of like a thing with Sheldon like he's he only knows people like the, he doesn't like, know secret identity. Well, he knows them, but he doesn't care enough to remember them. So like really? they'll be like they'll be like, and it's funny. He knows like the the, the union of justice, but like there's uh, one point where they're like where they're like, yeah, uh, 
Jesse died. Who was like one of the like kid superheroes that dies early. <laughs> and, like, and he's like, who? And then she goes, Star Lad. And he's like, oh, oh. Like, you know, that's what catch. Like, he's like, that's how he remembers him inside. By the- it's, it's interesting. It really is. Mm-hmm. But guys, thank you so much for joining us on this review of Jupiter's Legacy. I really do hope you check it out. I think it's very much worth your time. Uh, you can find this podcast everywhere podcasts are found. Just search our freaking name, Delco Nerds Network. Right in that search tab, it will pop right up. We are on all your favorite social medias as well, at Delco Nerds. Uh, you can find our website, Network, on the internet as well as the Discord channel <laughs> where we talk about a numerous amount of things that I will not point out in this room because Gooch gets a little bit testy when I do. But, guys, for Gooch, I've been Trio. Thanks for watching. Stay nerdy, and we will see you next time. Mm-hmm.